0: Hi, and welcome to Habits for Humans, the podcast that explores what makes people tick and how to program this life of ours, our brain, our bodies, our emotions, uh, to do what we want it to do. And not just do what we want it to do, as we've been talking with Becky and Nisha in the previous podcast, how to have those actions come from a center that is uh, not trying to prove our worth or prove our value. Um, So this is a second podcast in a two-part series, kind of unexpected. It was so good. I just couldn't stop. So we're going to continue on this vein and have a second half hour podcast with Becky and Nisha as my dog freaks out in the background. So um, both Becky and Nisha have spent years of their lives devoting themselves to healing their own past traumas. Both women experienced eating disorders in their younger years. Again, we've talked about that in the last podcast. So listen to that one first and struggle with body trauma. And uh, this is the piece I want to explore in this podcast. And that is your body will give you wisdom that you can't access in any other way. Nisha, I think it was you that said that on our, on our pre-call. Will you just dive right into that? Your body will give you wisdom that you can't access in any other way. It's okay. If we edit it, that was actually Becky. That's all that Becky <laughs> We're not going to edit it. We're going to go straight to uh, Becky. Okay. <laughs>
1: Becky, Tell us about that. Um, Nisha knows lots about that too. Um, okay. So I would say, I've taught fitness classes for 15 years. So when I was in a lot of trauma, I was down every day, like can't get off the couch, can't get out of bed. But then I had to pull myself off and go teach a fitness class at a university in front of a 100 university students and somehow get up on a stage and be really smiling and jumping around and stuff. Um, What I found through that experience was that... um, moving my body and getting into my body on a daily basis was one of the most effective strategies that was moving me through my trauma. And that I could be in a certain state of mind all day and feel very stuck there. Like there was absolutely nothing I could do to get out of the mental, emotional, even physical space I was in. But then moving my body and getting into my body I would leave that class and be in a different state of being, state of mind, um, and I could even feel. I teach a lot of strong cardio classes, and I also teach yoga and like that more flowing movement. But especially that those strong cardio classes. I mean, sometimes I would even be kind of crying as I'm teaching and I'm throwing things down, and I'm I was able to release a lot of what felt very stuck in my body and what I came to recognize as I kind of built this practice through my own classes and then, then getting really interested in yoga and things, um, as well that kind of built on started with the cardio and the release and then rec- getting introduced to meditation too. That's like a crucial piece that can't be left out it became this like incredible trifecta that suddenly gave me access as I was working through trauma with a therapist and I worked the 12 steps for betrayal trauma. And every day of my life, I was doing a lot of journaling. I was doing all this kind of self-care therapy, healing stuff. But it was that piece of the body and learning how through meditation to connect what I was starting to understand with my logical mind Through therapy and through reading good books and good content, and lots of the self-help stuff that's out there that can connect into the logical mind. But when I started to connect those pieces with the body, it was like whole file folders that I had no idea in my logical awareness were part of all this pain I was experiencing. Suddenly, I had access to all of this information that was stored in my body that in meditation, things these things would surface, as a memory would surface, or just a knowing that like, that's what this is about. That's why this hurts would just kind of surface when I incorporated my body into all of this work.
0: Okay. So some good so, so- stuff there. And I have to ask for clarity. So um, I exercise on a very regular basis, right. And I don't feel like this amazing release. Um, and so <laughs> for all of our listeners who are also, um, like, yeah, I, I go to the gym or I run or whatever it is that you do, but I don't feel all this, uh, emotional or psychological release. How can we, how can we get, how can we get the release Nisha? It sounds like we're, this is a sex podcast now. And I'm asking <laughs> you how to have an orgasm. How do I have a release? <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's a lot of it
2: is the intention behind what you're doing. So I know for me, for years, exercise, it was about burning calories. It was about what, you know, the results of the weight. And it wasn't about, it was totally disconnected from what was actually going inside of me. It was actually disconnected from my body. I was pushing my body to achieve a desired outcome. I wasn't listening to my body.
0: Oh, Pushing for achievement,
2: right? And the shift. I think like the the big shift that happened for me in my life was to start to pay attention to my inner world, like what's really going on inside of me, and what is and what my body is telling me about what is going on inside of me. So if I'm feeling a lot of tension or a lot of stress, and I'm feeling it in my shoulder, I think Becky and I both. It's like right here for both of us. Yes. I, I pay attention to that now and it's, what is, what is going on inside of me and what is it that I need to release? And what I love about, like when Becky teaches it, teaches the classes, it's about using the breath and using movement to throw down what it is that you're carrying, that's not serving you. And then the yoga and the Pilates, like the flowing movement and the meditation is about bringing awareness and about what it is that you want to cultivate and what it is that you want to create. Um, and so for me, that has been such a shift. I mean, even like I'm um, part of our program, we um, have walking meditations. And so going out into nature and walking, even if I'm doing it briskly to get my heart rate up and to feel the breath moving through me when I'm doing it, from a place of creating awareness and mindfulness, it's so different than when I'm wearing a Fitbit and I'm trying to burn calories. You know, it's, it just creates such a different thing. Even, even I feel like if you're weight training, but it's about cultivate like feeling strength, feeling strong instead of like what it looks like, you know, or what my muscle I'm building. It's just a totally different, um, experience. Mm-hmm. experience
0: and yeah. this, is, this is hitting so home for me. I think about, you know, going to the gym, you're in front of a mirror, you've got hard bodies all around you. You're like trying to get more toned and more cut and more fit. And it's just, it's just to look good. It's just that value piece. Um, so what you're talking about is pretty different than what I do. And I can see a huge like whole, gaping hole of, oh, this needs to shift for me. Really powerful. Thank you so much for that, Nisha. That was really powerful. Um, I want to go back to Becky for just a second. Um, will you talk about these file folders? You mentioned file folders, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. That's such a good analogy. Will you give us more info on that? Yeah. So that's
1: kind of going back to this idea of trauma, right? That when we're in a state of being really upset, and it doesn't have to be, I mean, trauma is a strong word, right? And so, some people might be like, "I don't, I don't have trauma. I don't know what you're talking about." But it really can be anything, anytime that you're off. So, if we kind of go back to that idea of center, and I love what Nisha was talking about. Every practice, we start and try to find our center before we do anything. So, this is something you could apply at the gym or no matter what you're doing before you start your movement to take a minute and just pause and come into your body and breathe and just notice what what narratives or stressors am I carrying today? Like, is there something on my shoulder today that is just like eating at me? And what am I carrying that I don't want to carry anymore? And then I'm going to use my practice to throw that down, to throw that, to release that, to give it permission to leave. And it can be as simple as that, 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 that you're setting that intention before you start to move. But When you're talking about trauma and some of these things, I would say, like also like Nisha mentioned, that these traumas are not necessarily a life-altering event, although they can be. Lots of people experience um, betrayals of all sorts of all sorts. Uh, That's so common, and that is absolutely a trauma. It's a life-changing event. Um, so whether it's a big life-changing event or these small moments like Nisha talked about where you're internalizing these ideas that are kind of cutting you off from your heart and making you feel like I'm not quite right, you know, those things are all stored in the body. They're stored in our brains and in our memories. The cells of our body carry the weight of those memories and those broken Places and the places where the belief systems went from, I am, you know, this fabulous preschool, I'm fabulous, I'm beautiful, and I'm loved to, oh no, something's wrong with me. And our bodies carry those threads. And our adult life be- can become this like constant striving and grasping to kind of run away from that part of ourselves that eventually is going to hit the floor on some level. And when we're in that space of pain or I'm, I can tell something's off, I can tell there's something eating at me, that's where you those file folders, when you can find that open space, that center, you've cleared space through movement. And now you're cultivating a different energy through yoga and you come to a meditation and you're opening yourself up really to your own body, mind, and spirit to say, show me, what's hurting right now, show me where this is leading back to. And that's when this, your body and and mind and spirit can open these file folders and kind of a memory will surface, a a association will come up that you'll be able to recognize this is where this is connected to, this is what's hurting, this is where this trauma of one sort or another maybe started for me, and this is what needs to be healed.
0: This, this brings energy or, uh, working out and exercise to a completely different level instead of like oh like you were saying I have to get my steps in or I have to run two miles or I have to you know do this weight regime instead of that we go into it with what part of me needs healing and we bring that to our exercise practice. this is Absolutely. phenomenal I, I love this Well will one of you tell us about your your program I'm interested in hearing about that.
1: All right. Well, we have two different aspects to our program. We have an in-person location that offers a morning daily practice. And it's 90 minutes of just what we've been talking about here with you today. That kind of centered, present check-in, really strong, challenging cardio movement, yoga, Pilates, and then a 10 to 15 minute guided meditation every day at the end. So that you're really coming every day and recentering at that space. And, and that center is a higher power or your own sense of self, your presence, that kind of higher, the higher place that lives within you, that sense of peace that every human being carries.
0: So, so that's, that's what critical. we want to. Yeah, that's local to Utah. What can people outside of Utah um do? Outside know?
1: Yeah, outside of Utah, we're so excited cuz we're going to be launching our first online version in January. So, that would be cart open January 4th, cart closed January 14th, and it is a daily practice and a weekly community meeting. So, there's 18 weeks of different course Principles that move you through concepts of healing and transformation, where you peel back the subconscious mind, you understand what your center is, how to find your center. Um, it's kind of based in 12-step, but it's also it's like a marriage between 12-step and mindfulness, really. So you're learning these like logical principles, and you're meeting with the community once a week in a group setting where you're talking about how it's going for you, where you're accountable for the way you're implementing your practice. And then through the week, you have four elements of daily practice. Two that are 60-minute daily practice videos with the full cardio movement, yoga movement, and meditation, and then two walking meditations and a bunch of journaling. So it's like a full, it's like a lifestyle. It's a full program that really helps you implement a life, a different way of living a different way of being in your body. And that supports you on a daily
0: basis. Let me ask you this. Um, if if we don't have 60 to 90 minutes every day uh, to do a program, how would you recommend that people could like just um, start off really slowly on that instead of like full blown from nothing to ninety minutes a day. what could we do from home possibly to just get started?
1: yeah the- well, we have a more than mindfulness weekly podcast that or weekly YouTube channel where we're putting out meditations once a week, but the course really it's two daily practices a week, so that's sixty minutes twice a week and then a walking meditation for the other two days, which are fifteen to twenty minutes because really i I have to say, you really have to decide that you're worth the time. There really isn't a way around it that if you really want to shift your relationship with your body and be able to counteract the messaging like we talked about in both of our podcasts that's so loud that's that without you even recognizing it is pushing you to shift your center into things that will never fill you, that you have to, you have to learn and take the time to say, I'm committing this time to myself because I can't read about it and think I'm going to internalize that. It it really is a daily practice. And body work has to be
0: done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It 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 really really like
1: that's (laughs) the magic. That's the magic ticket is the incorporating the body work into it.
0: Yeah. And then as a as a as a way to ease into it or to be gentle with ourselves, I think sometimes we want to say, OK, I'm now going to take this on and I'm going to work out every single day, every single day for 90 minutes when we go from zero to, you know, 90 miles an hour overnight. And so possibly I love your idea of the walking meditation. Um, for those of you who want to ease into things, you could start with a 20 minute walking meditation. I've started walking in the evenings uh, and my goal uh, and if you listen to my first two podcasts we don't usually work with goals right we want to work with habits my my goal is okay i want to become someone who walks three or four times a, a week in the evenings and so you can either start with 20 minutes which i love or you can do it once a week walking for an hour or something like that so that might be some place that you could start really gently to to go into and not have to you know um uh, from zero to to 90 overnight um I love programs like yours that support people in uh you know it's such a big life change to go from either not exercising or exercising for the wrong reasons right here uh, to kind of changing the the core the center you are uh, of who you are and what you're trying to do so I love that you're guiding people through that. Um, As I we you have a discount code to that course or daily practice. We're going to pop that in the show notes. If you're listening at a podcast, go to habitsforhumans.com and you'll see that discount code um, and all of the links to the Lifehouse uh, Body and Soul course from Becky and Nisha. Thank you so much for sharing that. And they have that discount code for you. As we wrap things up, I want to remind you that the goal of this podcast is to program your life, your brain, your body, your emotions to start instilling systems and Habits into your daily life. It's not about what you know. It's about what you do. And just like what uh, Becky and Nisha were saying, it's about also why you do it. It's not just going through the motions and looking good on the outside, it's being good to yourself and, and living a, a more whole life. Um, so give away from our sponsor, Card Salad. Go to habitsforhumans.com if you're not there already and sign up to get your free seven day Eat Real Foods Challenge. This is a meal planning done for you system that gradually introduces healthier and healthier practices as you move through the program. So our next podcast will be the lovely Millie Hill. She's going to talk to us about the one-up strategy, creating a one-up strategy that involves taking incremental steps each week towards a larger goal by just one-upping yourself in several different categories. So stay tuned for our next podcast on that. Thanks for joining us, Nisha and Becky. And thanks to our listeners. This is Habits for Humans, the podcast that teaches you how to program your life to maximize your potential. Reminder that you can get your free week of meal planning from Card Sala. Just go to habitsforhumans.com. Look for Becky and Nisha's podcast if you're not there already and sign up to get the seven day eat real food challenge. Thank you in advance for giving us a positive review. Thank you, Becky and Nisha. And have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you.